1,000 sketches in 1,000 days. Day 896. Rejected sketch 257. Misunderstood. Sketch just to read out the latest messages from. Yes, our oh, oh, yes, we always like a correspondence from uh, one of our listeners. Mm. One of our many, many. <laughs> well, I think we've got lots of listeners, it's just <laughs> nobody else writes to us. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Listening <coughs> to the sketch recorded before your Christmas show, day 770. Hmm. Simon is so right and so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't go any further. <laughs> what? He says, Yes, I'm listening to it in March. But it is fucking freezing. Nice. There you go. Okay. Fun fact for the same sketch. Laura was right in that... <laughs> yes! Laura. Leave it there! I can yes! see why he's brought that up. Laura was right in that the quote, do you feel lucky, is a misquote. Yeah. It is, do I feel lucky, in the original movie, as it's being told as the hypothetical question the person being spoken to should ask That is himself. true. Yeah. yeah. And then... Yes, I love being right. The next day, he's on day 775 yeah. by this point... Oh. He says, "Please tell Rich that I also got the reference to the to the comic red meat that he made for the Oh, I love red meat. It's good. So there you go. That's love our him. latest correspondence. Oh, I love being right. Um, you love Ian Wright. No, I love Ian Wright, and I love being right. I've got another story about Ian Wright. I'll tell you after. It's actually a very nice story about him being a very nice man, but got extra details." Okay. <laughs> I hope so. Otherwise, it's just done. Yeah, we don't need to um, tell it again. Okay. It's, it's, it's a. Okay, let's let that go. Ian Wright once held, held the door open for somebody. Thanks. I'm right. sure he did. <laughs> but that is not my story. Mm. Right. Um, I don't know. I'll be presenter and woman, uh, Laura, I think. Just leaning over to see my sketch her in. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Woman, fine. Doing a lot of work today. Yeah. Oh, it's hard work. It's hard work, this. Mm. Out of tea. Right. Um, thank you, Kevin. Oh, do, do you want a stage direction as well? Or? Uh, uh, yeah, all right, yeah. I've forgotten that. Yeah, I've missed oh, that. this is a long one. It certainly is. Thank you, Kevin, wherever and whoever you are. For those of you who have just tuned in, a number of inmates at Her Majesty's high-security prison Wentworth broke out of their D-wing training ground at approximately 11.15 this morning and are currently occupying a space on the facility's roof. As yet, uh, there is no further damage beyond a few tossed tiles, but they have issued a list of demands and warders fear outbreaks in other areas. I'm doomed by... I'm I was pissing by... I am joined by Julia Bertrand, clinical psychologist from the Ministry of Justice. It cuts to an empty chair. Sound of kerfuffle off camera. And a woman enters. <coughs> oh, sorry, I thought I wasn't on until 2.30. Not at all. So if I can uh, start with a simple question. What will the mood be like in the prison at the moment? Um, I don't really like to refer to it as a prison. All right, all right. I, I know you have your terminology, but as far as the viewers are concerned, it is a prison. Really? Do you think? Well, in the um, prison, I'd say they're getting on okay. 
Obviously, they'll be aware that there's some pain to come, but it's all quite calm in there at the moment. You predict difficulty? Absolutely. And they can sense it. They're like people in... Oh, they're like people in that respect. They're going to be very restless in the coming weeks. So we're in for a long situation then? Oh, yes. I mean, it's been gestating for five months now. That long? So why was nothing done before now? Not sure there's much we could have done, is there? I suspect our viewers will disagree. Do keep those texts coming in. So how are you preparing yourselves for it at the prison? How what? So how are you preparing yourselves for it at the prison? It's not really a. Prison. It's a prison. Oh right. Well, we're not really doing anything. We're worried they might end up harming the babies if we intervene. What? There are babies in there. Well, of course not at the moment, but once the babies arrive, it's touch and go as to whether they'll care for them or literally tear them apart. Did you say tear babies apart? Limb from limb. It's been known to happen. So, I put it to you quite simply, why are you putting babies in there? We're not exactly putting them in there. They find their own way in there, in a sense. In a sense? In a sense? Either a baby is shoved into a prison or it isn't, surely. I say get rid of these babies. Get rid of them. Straight away, let's be done with these babies. Get them out of there and let's never entertain the idea of babies there again. I think you're a horrible man. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And I can't believe they let you on the telly, bringing me on here to shout at me, calling Edinburgh Zoo a prison, advising the abortion of endangered pandas. It's a disgrace. And I shan't stand for it any longer. I don't know why you've even asked me here to talk about the pregnant bud if all you had to say was nastiness. Ah, uh, well, uh, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, there's, uh, there's been a mix-up. This lady, to whom I apologise unreservedly, <laughs> is here to discuss the expected arrivals in Edinburgh Panda House. That's coming up at 2.30, and not <coughs> the riot at Wentworth Prison. Oh, I see. That explains why you sounded so inhumane. Yes, uh, a little mix-up. I'm sorry if I offended you. I can see you're very disconcerted. Yes. Anyway, as I'm here, prisoners, I've just cut their cocks off. There we go. The end. The end. The end. Little nod to the night <coughs> o'clock news there at the well, end, I'd say. Yes. Cut off their ghoulies. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a much better sketch than this, it has to be said. Mm. I mean, I can see yes. why it's rejected. There's something in there, but it goes on way too long. Bloody I mean, you realise she's obviously not talking about a prison. Yeah. yeah. I think you need to get out. It goes on for days. Yeah. <laughs> Surely. Surely. <laughs> and then over-explains itself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The best thing to start doing is take just take out the presenter's speech at the beginning. But what about Kevin? <laughs> If the audience doesn't know they're talking about a prison at the beginning, I think that makes it a lot better. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it does take out loads of it, but it's, it's just difficult, isn't it? Because if we've had a sketch of it like this before when we were doing the one about sitcom curse, mm. like you, you either people understand what the joke is straight away, in which case you've got to keep on finding funny things for people to say yeah. and not yeah. just letting yeah. the, the situation run. Yeah. Or you've got to hold them so they get a big funny reveal. Mm. But that's incredibly hard to do because you've got to write it such that it's interesting but impossible to, to yeah. fathom and also funny so yeah. that you don't have only one laugh at the end. And that's an that's a impossible brief, I would say. It's true. Which is why this one didn't work. 
Um, but I got to say, Laura, you, your breakdown was very good. Yes, yeah, just, you really cheers, did. So, you did sound very upset. I mean, the, but that's because you were imagining like someone killing a panda. No, the pandas! Why does somebody think of the baby pandas? It's not very. I mean, you do break down from pretty much nowhere. I, you know, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Hang on, that's your fault, Dan. You didn't play it aggressive enough. You should have been maybe more, I, yeah, more of a pax man. Did you threaten to overrule a panda? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all right, I've got the range. Don't you worry. Yeah. I had you. But I think, I, yeah, the writing does make you basically go, oh, I'm a bit confused. Well, you've been breaking bam- down. Bamboo hard. Gascoigne. Um, Baby pandas in a blender. In a blender. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and we'll have another one from Powders in a Blender. And <laughs> now here's the new one from the fall. Right. Sorry, I just picked up the wrong speed. <laughs> 1,000 Sketches in 1,000 Days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Laura Taylor and Daniel Mitchell. It was produced by Alistair Turvitt. The music is by the evenings. See you tomorrow.